Here in my corner. <laughs> Your little corner over there. <laughs> Don't even have leg space. Come on. I already started this. We got we to gotta get this going. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Heavily, Heavily Buzz Podcast. Podcast. Hi guys, my name is Coco. I'm one of your hosts. And my name is Jeff. I'm your other host. Cheers. 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 Uh, this is our very first podcast. We are very excited. Very, very excited. Very excited. Thank you for joining us. Like they needed another podcast. <laughs> Not really, but yeah, we just hope you have more fun with us. That would be great. Yeah, that would be really great. Another this, one. Yeah, because <laughs> this podcast is about whiskey. That's what we love. And movies, TV shows, something we can share with you guys. And um, it's not about like nerding out on whiskey or mm -hmm. wanting to prove ourselves that we are experts. I think that's also a, a part that we just enjoy just having fun and sharing our experiences, what we like to drink or to watch and uh yeah sharing it with you guys yeah but but you know i like to nerd out sometimes too you know that right? yeah you do i know i let you we can it's talk fine. about mash bills and water type you know <laughs> we can talk about stones but yeah we're, we're gonna try to have a guest on every podcast um it's gonna be really fun really really fun but you know what was really fun last weekend right yeah that was amazing <laughs> we just came back from berlin it was uh, we were at the bcb It was uh, three days of the BCB, and um, everything around Berlin is fun anyways. I mean, it's an amazing city, and I'm not only saying that because I'm from Germany. It is really a great city where you can have the best fun and experience. I mean, just... it's literally like the New York of Europe. I mean, I'm from America, and that's how I compare it. Minus, just cleaner. Just Yeah, a lot cleaner. There's no roaches and... <laughs> and rats but yeah. yeah i mean it was really cool um everyone speaks english lots of drinks lots of culture it was just super fun uh like a class reunion for, uh, for spirits for spirits yes. yeah yeah so it was great seeing everyone uh talking to everyone seeing what's what's coming up in the world of spirits what's new um yeah we're very excited to share that with you in the future and maybe on this podcast Because it's not going to be only about whiskey. It's going to be like any kind of spirits. Yeah, any kind of spirits. And we thank you for tuning in. And uh, without further ado, let us introduce our first guest. Paul, tell us something about yourself. Uh, it's a loaded question, Jeff. Uh, I know. There's not not a whole lot to know. Uh, no, yeah, I'm I'm with uh, Burn With Friends podcast. Been doing this for almost four years now. I, I really don't know where the time's kind of gone with that. Uh it seems like since 2020 everything's really flown by so uh you know it's been really fun doing the podcast and and being kind of in the in the whiskey world and uh you know that's kind of evolved uh since since uh we last kind of hung out but it's been yeah. it's been fun and exciting to see you guys now joining the ranks of the podcast world welcome to uh the pre <laughs> uh the prelude to insanity so you'll uh you'll have a good time with it I know, I know. And uh, you know what's crazy? I've known you since you started the podcast with the fire pit. This is correct. This is correct. <laughs> I remember been... the old days too. <laughs> yeah. It, it was funny. We were ta I was talking to somebody the other day. I forget. I think it was Dan, heavy bourbon. 
and yeah. we were uh, we were on a live, and we were kind of joking. You, remember, you know, like all oh, the good old days. Remember when you used to do a live, and you'd get like a gazillion people watching at one time, and all kinds of just shenanigans. Now you get on, it's like ah, oh, there's like 14 people, and you're like, hell yeah, 14 people now. It's this is good. 14 people, yeah. We hit the lottery yeah. on that one, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was on one the other day. It was like 62, and I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, did all the bots <laughs> decide to watch our live at once today? Oh so it's God, you know, it's hilarious. been interesting to see that transition, you know, from when everybody was online and nothing to do, and then you know, a lot of people fallen off, and you've probably seen that people have come and gone, you know, in the in the community and even with podcasts and stuff, and uh, just you know, having that longevity is uh, interesting, you know, not to yeah. get burnt out on it. Yeah, I mean, it did change a lot since I don't know COVID to now, like all the whiskey community and everything how it was to now it had changed mm-hmm. yeah i mean even i'm i'm to be honest i'm like the worst like social media person now i i was like obsessed and now i'm just kind of like ah, i think i feel like i'm gonna post with something with coco today oh sorry i forgot to eat lunch i'm gonna eat lunch before i post you know what i mean yeah <laughs> oh but, my kids are screaming like i you know i just i got work to do all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, how did you how did you get into whiskey first in first place? Like uh, a lot of for- <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of force feeding by people who liked whiskey to make me like it. I actually did not like whiskey, uh, you know, a decade ago. Um, I, I do think that there's some interesting aspects of a required taste and understanding what you're drinking to kind of expand your palate. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the fun things now has been I was never a rye person and now I'm drinking rye like it's water. I love rye. I don't know what it is. I'm on a rye kick and it's real interesting to see how your palate evolves and especially from where I started and I you know, I loved Blanton's and I thought it was, you know, the greatest thing and I thought Eagle Rare sucked and it was too peppery oh and now God. I hate Eagle Rare. I hate Blanton's. I, I'll drink Eagle Rare all day. I'm barrel proofs and ryes and finishes and and, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing how far the rabbit hole can just go once you really kind of immerse yourself in it and start enjoying and really understanding the spirit behind it. And, you know, I think a lot of misconceptions in our community is, you know, oh, look at all you alcoholics. And I'm like, okay, fair. But, you know, we're also, we enjoy the spirit, you know, and enjoy the craft behind it and the stories and a lot of the history. And I think that's what really kind of drew me into it ultimately and, and understanding how far back this went, not only in world history, but American history. And, and then just, you know, it kind of just took a hold and here I am. I, 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 can't, I don't know the last time I've drank something other than like whiskey outside of maybe a random beer here and there. And I think the last time I had tequila, cause I was on a boat and it was a dare in Mexico. <laughs> so other than that, it was, you know, it's pretty much all whiskey for me now. Oh my God. After that whole conversation or after that whole talk you just had, the only thing I heard was plantains and eagle rares. I'm sorry. <laughs> only because when we first started, didn't everyone was chasing plantains. Everyone. And and then afterwards, you just kind of like, I don't even know why I like this. It's just like, it's a good why? starter. It's a good yeah. starter whiskey. You know, it's, it's mellow. It's got vanilla notes to it and it's a little sweet. And I think that yeah, the the price point is what kills it. But if it was on the on the shelf at fifty bucks, fifty five bucks, I would be something I would tell everyone, you know, to go to, as well as uh, what we're uh, going to talk about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the whiskey today. So today, Paul picked the whiskey 
So Paul gets to introduce the whiskey. What is the whiskey, Paul? Sure. So this is a Mitger small batch sour mash. It is one of my favorite go-tos. It's kind of been one of the the um it's been one of the go-tos that I've uh you know had that's really stood kind of the test of of my palate uh palate growth, I guess you could say. It's 86 proof. Mitger's is a phenomenal distillery. Uh, there's not a whole lot they put out that I don't like. Uh, you know, if you are lucky enough to get your hands on some of their specialty stuff, ten uh, year rye, ten year bourbon, some of their toasted finishes, I mean, it'll blow you out of the water. So this was kind. Of, this is one of my go tos that I love to have multiples of and and drink. And I think it's an easy sipper. And at eighty six proof, you can drink it all night. Yeah, we're glad you didn't pick the celebration sour mash. <laughs> we're trying to yeah. get that. Uh, since uh, a longer time. Since a longer time. You Jeff, both. Jeff was uh, lucky enough to, tr- to get to try it. I, I, I tried it. It was uh, one of the crazy experiences that I've ever felt when I drank it. I, I was not expecting that. It's a really low proof also. It's, it's only a 90 proof. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and I, I had Pappy 23 for the first time like two weeks ago. Well, what'd you think of that? Eh. It was funny because we were on, we were, it was at Bourbon and Beyond and we were with, uh, um, um we were uh in the green room really we were just killing time and hanging out with people because graham had to had to fly back and why did i just forget his name um for all of the you guys that does all the vegas shows well, 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 nobody knows who graham is it's graham mctavish we started a brand <laughs> with graham mctavish there you go are you uh do you feel like talking about this or not yeah really man talk it? about i'm well i'm i'm mad that i forgot the guy's name who's the guy that does like the <laughs> vegas singing We'll be back after a quick break. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. The Vegas singing, what you mean like like uh like Don Ho? No, you t- <laughs> yeah, no, not that. Um Wayne Newton? Yeah, Wayne Newton. Wayne Newton was there. He was in the that's what? it. Good one. Wayne Newton was there. He was in the green room. Then he was going on stage to do his thing. And the lady comes out and says, Hey, do you guys want to go drink Pappy 23 on stage with Wayne Newton? I've never seen like six people jump up as fast as they do. We got up, one went to the stage, try it, and it was just like, I would not pay that much money for this shit. Like it's Bro, it's it's I not know you bad. I wanted but... to be on the stage with Wayne Newton. I know that's no, like, twenty three. <laughs> it, it, it was it was it was funny. No, we we had hung out with him in the green room and stuff. Back, he's super nice guy, and and you know he's I think he's eighty one years old. I mean he's he's you know very very nice. Was offering people his seat if they were standing, and it's like, dude, it's fine, sit down. Uh, you know, Graham was very excited to 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 meet with him, and they were hanging out out back, and uh, and then we got to jump up and do that. And then what was even better is then they had. Van Winkle 10, Lot B, not Lot B, that was the 12, um, Old Rip, and uh, and we got to kill off a bottle of that, which I think is way better than the 23. Yes. Anyway. The 23. I had that once in my life also. It was, it, it tastes like I was sucking on a, a bark. On a stick. Oak yep. bark. Yep. Very yep. oaky. It's underwhelming, but, uh, right? It's underwhelming. Coco's favorite. What was your favorite? The 15? 
think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really, the twelve and fifteen are good. Yeah, yeah. It's. I'm not sure if it's the twelve or the fifteen. I don't it was know. the fifteen, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. It was the it was the proof because the proof is higher up there. Mm-hmm. This the low proof is good. Like the the twelve, I could drink that all day. But also, like if you drink the Van Winkle Special Reserve, you might as well just drink Baby Pappy, which is Weller Twelve, right? If you can find <laughs> either one of them. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Here in Europe, they're very available. Really? Yeah, yeah. like I, I think I saw it in Paris for 90 euros, which is still better than America, which is for interesting. Well or 12? Well or 12, yeah. I would I would buy that. I mean, it <laughs> it's hit and miss for me cuz you know like each each year is kind of different and I've had some years that were phenomenal. I've had some years that were like, meh. Um it's hit and miss, but for ninety bucks for a twelve year, I'd give it. I'd give it a whirl for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start drinking because I'm getting a little thirsty. Let's uh, let's, let's pour do this it. sucker. Ready, guys? Ooh, what a pop! Sounds like Connor's head exploding when I tell him he's a young little baby every other day. Oh God, I love that. I've never met Connor yet. It's all right, you know. When you can have, when you know Batman, Robin's just a hard second. You know, it's not that important. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. You like that? I can cheers the mic and get the same effect. Bumping mic. This is bumping mics and ASMR all together. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. So, yeah. So, so everyone who's listening, this is like our first time uh, having Sour Mash, um, Coco and I. Um, and when Paul suggested it, we were we were kind of shocked because it was su- such a low proof. When 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 that's why I said, "Are, are you sure?" Because eighty six proof. I was like, "Wow, it's tasty really though, proof. isn't it?" I yeah. really like it. Um, yeah. I think it's a it's a crowd pleaser. I mean, you can you can't really go wrong offering it to somebody who whether starts drinking bourbon or is already into the bourbon. I can imagine that a lot of people would think the proof is too low, but I don't, for me, it's fine. I'd rather drink like a few glasses than, um, I don't know, a higher proof. And Yeah. With, with my age now, Paul, I'm sorry. Every time I drink barrel proof, I have this, uh, what's that word that I never, I never used in my life until, no, it's called acid reflux. Ooh, yeah 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 it is weird like how sometimes you can drink it and you're you're just like why am i why does my throat feel like a dragon right now like what the hell is going on yeah it's this is to me why i really like this um is because of what you said coco it's you can drink multiple glasses there's enough behind it. it's got nice viscosity it's got a medium finish i think to it um but like i like to sit outside by a fire and, and have you know, smoke a cigar and drink this. And I'm not sitting here, you know, feeling like I'm dying the next day because I had a couple glasses of whiskey. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure we're going to finish this bottle by the end of the night so, or <laughs> at the end of this podcast. But we're, this is a good choice. It's this nice. Actually, it's, yeah, yeah. It's really like sweet. It has sweet the, caramel. Like it's so nice and smooth. The buttery and silky feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know what? I, we kind of lied. We did try a version of this sour mash. We tried the toasted sour mash. Wait, that's um, so good. Yeah. That's so why we can't good. compare it to this because yeah. once you toast it, when you toast the barrel, I, what was it? A, 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 a toast a toast five char three, right? 
Yeah, so you get a lot more like marshmallow graham cracker on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's very different. This is very mellow. Um, Yeah, I could sip on this all night. What, uh, what I, something to pick out on this that's very interesting from a lower proof is the wood forward uh, flavor notes that you get when you're looking for it. You can actually really get some of the wood, the wood notes from the barrel on this, which I think is really interesting. Uh, normally on an 86 proof, you don't have that complexity. And I think on this, you get a lot of complex, you know, complex flavor notes within that. And it gives you a little, it, it is a little, there's a little spice. It's not a lot, yeah. but it's like that, a very subtle warmth when you drink yeah. this, which is what I like. And, and I think some of the things to what you were saying about proof, proof brings a lot of flavor. And I think the knock on lower proof sometimes is you don't get it. But if you go to somebody who's done it right with the right char and the right barrel, the right age, the right, you know, mash bill. I think you can really, you can have stuff like this and really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, when when we were looking at it, I was like, sour mash mixers. And then we looked up the history and we we're reading up on it because it started off as the Shanks Distillery, right? And then mm-hmm. it turned into yep. Bomberger's, and from Bomberger's yep. was renamed to Mictors. Then I looked at the Shanks spot. I was like, man, Shanks sour mash. Oh, so this is probably all of Mictors sour mash aged barrel proof. Mm-hmm. Correct. And they put it into Shanks. Have you had Genius. Shanks or Bomb Burgers? Yeah, we have we have one in the closet. We haven't opened the the Shanks yet, but uh, uh, got them both I right love there. The, yeah, yeah, the Bomb Burgers is amazing. Um, always love Shanks the is unreal. I I have not great. Now we have to open it. Now we have to open it. <laughs> Go I, get it. I've not. Yeah, no, not. not I got yet. one right here. I'll crack it with you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Oh wow! There, yeah, that's the one. I got Shanks and Bomb Burgers right there. Go crack it, crack it, dude! It's what podcasts are for. <laughs> uh, we'll do after a couple of these. Then we'll we'll bring over. We'll consider, the, it. We'll consider it. It's not that we don't want to pop it. I have the Bomb Burgers popped already, so it's it's good. But um, this will blow your mind. I mean, this is I forget what the this is a ninety two proof ninety almost ninety two proof, so it's a little bit higher. But it's anyway. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Paul's already trying to make his drink, and we just started with the first dram. I love it. Yeah. Well, anyways, this bottle is uh, mostly available, I think, yeah. in America. Mm-hmm. And yeah, very know, easy to find, yeah. Very easy to find. So I think it's a great starter if you go into bourbon or into rye, because you get the notes of rye and bourbon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and as uh, as Paul would feel very sad right now, we uh, went on Amazon in Germany, and we just ordered the bottle. It was delivered to our house. Crazy that you can buy this <laughs> shit on Amazon. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I mean, there's it, like sixty of them across the street at the Kroger wine and wine and spirits of this, but you know that's still crazy. That you can get it on Amazon. Yeah, we. I mean, that's the only way to get um, American whiskey. Uh, it's not really available here in Europe unless you go to a specialty store. I mean, the specialty stores have Jim Bean and everything. Michter's, uh, we've seen it a few times, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's really hard to get it because it's already available. Well, on the it. online, mm-hmm. the whiskey online stores have it mostly yeah. uh, available, but it's it's like, not like you go into a liquor store or supermarket and they have it like on the shelf. We'll be back after a quick break. Hey, Bar and Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, 
uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. Oh, Paul, side note. When I took Coco to America, I took her to the uh, the medicine aisle in Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and and she, st- she was amazed that they sell ibuprofen on the shelves. Yeah. That's you can funny. Just grab it with your You can in the UK too. They just call it yeah. like paracetamol or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it cuz here uh we have to go into a pharmacy and like request Do it, official. it officially <laughs> across the counter. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Take her to a so, total wine too. I took her to a total wine too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was uh that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So no, it, it's just a, the difference between America and and Europe, but um uh, for everyone listening, the Mictor's Small Batch Sour Mash is available on Amazon.de or Amazon.uk. Uh, sorry, Amazon.com in America. You cannot order it, but you can look at the pictures. It's good. Sorry, right. You can just go to any local liquor store and pick it up here in America. You will probably find it. If not, you can get it on online pretty much anywhere. Drizzly. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Same here. And then uh, the MSR... RP, which is people who don't know that, in uh, it is the, uh, the 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 regular price for the bottle here is uh, fifty five euro, maybe fifty euro. Yeah. If you can find it. Uh, how much is it over there? In About forty five bucks, depending on the state. So forty five to fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Much the same. yeah. Okay. Enough well, of other this. than that, yeah, we did uh, watch a movie that um, we chose to watch for the halloween special we didn't, and, um, we, this is paul's request for the halloween special which is probably perfect um due to the fact that uh coco doesn't watch horror movies no because i think adult life is already terrifying enough <laughs> <laughs> but paul chose on netflix army of the dead yes <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for people who are familiar out there, it is a zombie movie directed by Zack Snyder of, I guess the old, uh, the DCs from before, like the Supermans yeah. and the Justice Leagues and all that yeah. stuff. So it's every, and the interesting fact that I read that he actually directed a remake of Dawn of the Dead back in the days. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was already into that world of zombies, but um, it was a very it was interesting. Movie. Yes, it, it was a. I told you when you when we kind of picked it that you would get a very weird. It's it's it, you get some of the traditional zombie vibes, but there is a different like layer because it's like they've evolved, um, you know. And it's very. I think the story plot for a zombie movie and that was just you know outside of something like The Walking Dead, which got just so redundant over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is probably one of the better ones I've seen. Uh, yeah, when we started the movie, it was it was a great opening. That first the first ten minutes was great. You know what I mean? We're watching it. Uh, not much character development in anything. I don't really know. Uh, well, the zombies had more character development than the actors. Yeah. The other actors. The zombies yeah. had more of a story. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. But I think the star of the movie was. The German guy, Dieter. <laughs> I don't know. He was just, uh, uh, he's played by Matthias Schweighöfer. 
and uh, I don't know. He was just he was just fun. You, you know, the funny part is uh, there's always a little bit of German influence in every movie or actor or everything. So every time we watch something, we we kind of crack up because like. When we were watching the trailer, when you talked about it, Matthias was actually, uh, he says, he actually speaks a lot of German in this movie, which is he does, pretty yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? And he's like a pretty decent or and big actor here. So it was funny when we watched him and he was like literally the, the comedic, the comedic yeah, he, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, was it was it was like just random, like the phrases and during the middle of like, you know, carnage was just something that was just really kind of funny. And then, you know, like the tiger and all that just random just shit. You're like, what the <laughs> hell is happening here? I I have to tell you something. Uh, the most disturbing part of the entire movie was uh, that kind of traumatized me was that scene by the elevator when. Dave Bautista. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert for everybody out there. <laughs> when uh, the girl finally confesses her love to him in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Of course. What happens? Then, what happens, Coco? Uh, she gets uh, her neck twisted by a zombie. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty. It's pretty. It was pretty. Uh, it's pretty like just so jarring. Shocking. Shocking. You just don't expect that. I expected just... her to get her head ripped yeah. off or something, but like just broke her neck. And I was like, okay, cool. I guess uh, I love you and I'm dead. You know, I, I like those things in these types of movies. I think they're really fun. So it's interesting when there is that new twist of something, you know, all oh, like there's a zombie king and a queen and oh, they were going to have a zombie baby. I'm like zombie sex. You know, people talk oh. about it. That shit's got to be weird, though, man. Like, how did that happen? Like, you know, they the just Lion like. King Let's talk about this Lion King yeah. zombie baby, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the movie, like, when they reveal the baby, and I'm not trying to do too much of a spoiler for everyone, but, you know, there is a zombie baby in this thing. And that's all I have to say about that. But it gave me a lot of Lion King vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. It was. <laughs> But Coco, um, yeah. I know you don't like scary movies, like right? So when you, what did you think kind of overall of this? Was it was it not what you expected? Oh no, I think it was, uh, like not horror. It was zombie. I can watch that. It was. I loved that it it had a, like these fun moments and, and mm-hmm. comedy moments in it. Yeah, I think you're right. Like it had these classic zombie moments, but also. Yeah, the the development of um, and how they took over Vegas, which is uh, (laughs) yeah, kind of. Let's talk about how useless his daughter is. His daughter (laughs) is totally useless. Useless. I think everyone that watches this movie just gets upset over her. I was screaming at the TV like, "What is she doing?" (laughs) And Coco Coco came up with the best. What was the best uh, meaning of the story of this movie with kids? Kids, listen to your parents. <laughs> That's what we learned from it. Oh, my God. Okay, so we know this is a zombie movie, so we came up with some questions for you, Paul. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Coco, do the first question. So the first question is, if there is a zombie apocalypse, Hell which yeah. two bottles are you saving? Um... Well, I have to buy, grab a bottle of McTavish because I helped create that one. And then I'm saving the bottle that I made for my son's 21st birthday when he was a baby. So those are the two bottles that I would say. Aww, so I blended. Definitely... I, I have a I have a blend for him. It's got his name on it. And on the bottom, it's got a girl's name and phone number on it because it's really funny. She just turned 21 and um, 
she was like, oh, let me see your kid. And I did. And she's like, oh, he's going to be cute. And I was like, yeah, if he's anything like his dad, he's going to like older women. She's like, so I should put my phone number on, on on the bottom. I was like, absolutely. His mom didn't think it was very funny, but I was like, hell yeah, here's a drink and a lay, buddy. You're welcome from dad in the future. <laughs> so those would be the two. Uh, those would be the two bottles because they are, you know, ones that you probably can't replicate. Yeah, that that's that's, <clears throat> that's definitely understandable. That's a, I would save uh, that bottle. Definitely. Yeah. What would what would you say? It's it's difficult. It depends if I was in America or Europe. No, it doesn't matter. This whatever two bottles you could save. I think the bottle that I would like to drink always is the one hundred seven Weller. Okay. Um. Look, look at that. Paul's Paul's like, yeah. oh, pop that bottle. There it off. is. Jeff, where's your other bottle? We should pop it. <laughs> um. I got a lot of bottles around here. We can pop, man. It's, Just it's hard. Off. I can't really decide. There's too much. Too too much. I don't have a bottle that is. I don't think I would save uh, an expensive collectible bottle. I would save something that I can drink because I would need to drink. <laughs> so I would I would want to stay as sober as I could. You would? You would stay sober it, during the zombie apocalypse? Absolutely. What do you want? Like, there's very few things I, in life that I could think about that in, that would be worse than being eaten alive by another human. Like, that's not even good teeth. Like, think about how a dull, blunt, just disgusting. Like horrific that would be. Like, we the movie doesn't laughing. do it justice. We were laughing about the movie when we were watching it. We're like, these people are running. If it was us, just kill us already. We just <laughs> die. I don't care. The zombie could just bite us. That's how lazy we were. But my two bottles, I probably would do the. Uh, I would probably do the Weller 107 too, and I would pick something like maybe like the Michter Sour Mash. It, it was really nice. Like I really like this Michter's. I mean, you know what? My favorite Michter's would be the Michter's Toasted Rye. I probably would take that with me. Yeah, the Mictor's toasted rye, so, so good. good. I'm not just saying this because the episode is uh, featuring a Mictor's bottle. I actually do love it. That was the very first bottle that uh, I brought over to Croatia when I met Coco. Yeah, you remember that? Croatia is a great place, by the way. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> so it's a it's a special bottle. To yeah, us. it's a special bottle yeah. to us. So that that's the thing. And then, uh, are you ready for my second question? This is my question. Yeah, to I'm you, ready Paul. for it. Let's. Yeah, I'm ready. In a situation of a zombie apocalypse which distillery would you be trapped would like to be trapped in as a fort uh castle and key wow uh if that's for if we're talking about the u.s right if we're talking about the u.s it's castle and key if we're talking about overseas it's lagavulin oh so wow please explain sure so if we're actually not lagavulin i lied it'd be boonahaven um so if we're stuck (laughs) in the u.s the reason why castle and key is it's in a holler there's really only one way in one way out so you could fortify it'd be a lot easier to to use your off the beaten path you're not going to have a ton of people that are going to be traveling so you're not going to have like the horde probably coming through there You'd have wildlife. There's a huge stream with running water in the background. Uh, in the holler, it's e- it's going to be damp. Uh, it's easier to grow crops. Uh, you can grow some corn and things like that. Oh, it's not easier, but you can grow it down there because your 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 vicinity to water. Uh, you'd have a lot of deer coming through uh, and, and other wildlife. You're protected kind of on the other two sides by large hills, so you could definitely hear things coming down. Um, the old. Did you think this. about this already? Dude? No, just now. Just now. The distillery, <laughs> the distillery, uh, the older parts are made out of really thick stone and, and brick. So you're not having any mother. That fucker's ain't br- bursting that down. So if you fortify kind of the glass places, you're relatively safe. And there's ways uh, in the scaffolding in there. So if something did get in, you could go up and hold out if you planned it right to where something couldn't climb up and get you. So there's a lot of 
uh, fortifications that I think would be easier in a, in, than in a regular type of a type of a place. Plus, the Rick House, the new one, is basically like concrete, so you'd it'd be very hard for somebody to get in there. So you kind of have a double whammy. You could build like scaffolding to the from like the main mm-hmm. building over. You have the whole plan already set. You yeah. know what to do if it happens. What is that game that the kids play? Building blocks. So what's oh, it? it's Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. You're like building your own Minecraft, aren't you? <laughs> so if I were to choose a distillery, I would pick the Willet Distillery because it it's it's on this this big patch of land that has cows on it. Because don't they have like some like Kobe beef on there? Willet Kobe beef on there, yeah. and then they have a restaurant inside, and they have all their rye whiskeys in the back. Um, you're talking about survival. I'm talking about how much how much liquid is there. For me to liqueur, for me to survive. (laughs) Yeah, but I have a distillery, so I can distill. Yeah, but here's the other thing, right? So on the flip side, you have all that beef. How are you going to keep the beef safe? Where would you put them? I would put them probably. You know what? I have the visitor center. Probably the visitor center. You know what I mean? You know who would be my number one person? Remember in the movie they'd say, "Who is the one person that's the most important?" It would be. The German guy, because he's mm-hmm. the one who's the safe cracker, right? My person would be the chef. I would protect the chef. The chef cannot get killed. I'm pretty sure Coco died, just looked at you like, mm, uh, wow. I'm so like, like what, you know what? That couch, I hope is real comfy because that's where you're sleeping tonight. Baby, <laughs> uh, I know we love food. You know that, that couch? <laughs> She's like, great. I'm glad you love so food, that's, but that's, you're, that, that, I mean, the Willet Distillery has your food consumption there. just went down completely because you have nowhere to live. Like, I don't know what you're doing now. Exactly. <laughs> I want to start my own little corner, but no. That that. What would yours be, baby? I'm, uh, I'm changing the subject. <laughs> well, I haven't been to an American distillery, so I can't. I can't say anything about uh, those. But I would definitely choose uh, William Grant and Sons. And I would hide in a huge Solera cask. Bunahaven would be great because it's at the middle of an inlet. You can literally cross the Jira. So you're, you're, you would have basically the entire ocean, zombies don't swim, that you could provide food for for you from there. It rains all the time, so you get a lot of water. And it's kind of at the bottom of this really steep winding hill. One way in, one way out, baby. So you know exactly. Hey, 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 hey. You said zombies don't swim. But what if Michael Phelps was bit by the Alpha in the movie Army of the Then we're all fucked. Then we're all fucked. You know? <laughs> what, what we just have to do is make sure Michael Phelps stays in Vegas because then there's no water and he would dry out. You know what? That was our questions. Tell us more about what you're working on. Like, I know everyone, like, for, for our European listeners, you know, we brought probably Paul know who he is. They know who Paul is. Paul's like famous. Aren't you famous, Jesus dude? Christ. You're yeah. a friend's podcast. Yeah. Come on, Inf- dude. Inf- inf- infamous. <laughs> but, um, Tell tell all of our uh, European listeners what you're working on because you know you you say you throw these names around but you know they they want to know like what are you what are you coming over to do and all that stuff. Sure. So uh, Connor and I uh, we started a brand with Graham McTavish. A lot of your listeners will probably know who he is. He's big over over in Europe. Uh, Scottish actor. He's been in The Hobbit, Rambo, um, Preacher. Currently in The Witcher, uh, he's the only actor to ever be in the Rocky and Rambo universe. Uh, the only actor to ever be, uh, you know, side Stallone in both of those, uh, both of those those franchises. Uh, he's also in uh, House of the Dragon, uh, and you know, he's done a lot of voiceover 
for a lot of popular video games like Uncharted. Uh, that's a, a big game that, that he did. So uh, Connor and I, we got approached to start our own brand. And one of the things that we knew is we're not big enough for that. Uh, we wanted to do something more than a one-off. And we reached out to him. And it's fun because the story we tell is we thought we got punked. Because we're like, somebody hacked this guy's email and they're like, gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna fuck with these guys. Like, this is, he, he was just such an over the top kind of, you know, response. You're just not expecting that. And he'd been on our show and we kind of stayed in touch. And, and that was six months ago. And we're, you know, there's been a lot of crazy things, man. Like when I tell you, you know, from being on the, the, this side of the microphone for a long time and, and talking to brands and how they created it and not being in the middle of doing the creation, it is, there's so much to it and so much behind the scenes stuff that goes into it. Um, but we released uh, a seven year bottled and bond. It's called the war chief. Uh, it's Graham's the first celebrity brand to release a bottled and bond. So that's pretty cool. We wanted to really come out with, with putting a statement down. Our whole goal is to change what it means to be a celebrity brand. And, you know, eventually what we want to do is uh, have a have, have a brand that you look at it and be like, oh, that's the bourbon with a dude with a Scottish name on it, you know, but it's good stuff more than just saying, oh, that's Graham McTavish's brand. You know, that's our, our goal. That's Graham's goal. Uh, we're about to release our second, you know, release. Uh, it's going to be a batch one. It's going to be a Kentucky rye. So, you know, we're well on the way there and we're about to have, I don't even think I've We've not even announced this. Uh, I don't won't say all the places, but we're about to get international uh, online distribution in the EU, the UK, uh, parts of Asia, and uh, North and South America. Okay, cool, Great. cool, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a, a exciting journey, and yeah, I have respect for everyone who starts a brand, does follow his dreams, and you know, just what it feels right to do. Um, it is a, it's a it's a lot of work. Definitely. Do you know when you're gonna you guys gonna drop? I mean, like I know after we speak about it now, and people are gonna see when we can get it. Like, what's going on? Like, I don't know if you can talk about it. Yeah, fall winter. It's gonna be around that time. Uh, We're we had a meeting with our online distributor yesterday or two days ago. Um, and right now they're just kind of beta testing some stuff. I mean, it could potentially he could come to us next week and say, "Here's the countries. Turn the faucet on." We'll add more later. Uh, I know the list that we that should be a yes, um, but obviously with these things, things can can potentially change. Um, but it should be before the end of this year at the absolute latest. The goal is to be within the next you know couple weeks. So EU would be able to order it, right? Correct. Off Amazon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Amazon. The the cool thing is is that you guys that everyone would be getting their bottles in three to five business days. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool from that perspective. So, no, it's just like, you know, when 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 you told me about it, I was very excited for everybody listening. You know, I've known Paul for four years since he started the podcast. Uh, We met in Kentucky. Uh, Mm. We were very young back then. (laughs) Very young. young. (laughs) We were very young back then. So young. What was that? Was your first kid? Yeah, Christian. Yeah. That was your first kid, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, I feel old nah, when you say that. Now he's four. Now I have another yeah. one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, when I met Paul, uh, it was a different time. It was almost like a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> it felt like a zombie apocalypse the way that we had to. I mean, it, it didn't feel that well, way. Well, you did because you're in California. I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I still have really the picture excited. of you holding the axe. Yes, I was holding the, the axe. Big ass, big ass axe. Oh my God. I, I, what was I, I thinking? I, I, 
uh, we weren't thinking. We were like a half a bottle of stag in at that point. We didn't give. We weren't oh thinking God. at all. I don't know what the there's hell like we were sixty two bottles on the on the table. I mean, that, that was, was at just... the time of just straight consumption. It was like nothing else there's... to do, so let's just drink six bottles tonight. Yeah, like we're not going anywhere tonight. Let's just drink whiskey. You know what I mean? Yeah, we so, did. Yeah, we did. And and you know now that I'm a, a much more uh, wise person, old married like, man. Know, I mean, old married the... man drinking a very fine sour mash of Michter's. You know, sleeping on like, the couch tonight. Sleeping, sleeping on, on the couch tonight, tonight <laughs> because I saved a Michelin star before I saved my yeah. own life. But it's Thanks okay. <laughs> yeah, well. No, but we're excited. This is our first podcast. You know, it's so funny because Paul, we had talked about this podcast for the longest time. And we were always like, you know, yeah, are we going to do it? Are we not? I don't know. There's enough podcasts out there. There's enough. I hate my voice. You know, you have I, like all the pros and cons from two people who hate their voice. <laughs> like when I called you and said, "Hey, Paul, I think we're doing a podcast. Uh, you have any advice?" And you're and you were so cool about it, which was awesome. You know what I mean? You're like, "Hey, you got to do this. This is the mics. You know, you got to look at these apps. Like we, you know, like whatever you have help. Just like if you need help, just like just call me." And, you know, I called you a couple of times. I texted you a lot, you know what I mean? And see how we can get this done. I mean, you know, we're still learning. Like, we want this to 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 grow and help everyone. I mean, we just want an outlet and have fun. Like, yeah. for everyone out there who's listening, we're trying to do this podcast. We're probably going to do it maybe once or twice a month. We're not, this is not our job. We're doing this for fun. We want to wanna be able to talk to our friends. I mean, I, I'm pretty much stealing bourbon with friends and just doing it with us and with movies and just having fun. You know what I mean? Like, and, and why not have fun with your other friends? You know what I mean? And, and talk about stuff. Drinking and talking shit, man. There's nothing better than, than it. And it will be fun for you guys because your first episode and to your hundredth, you won't even recognize, you know, who you are. And it's always weird the first time when you're, when you're talking to somebody and and trying to think of questions, and then eventually you're it's it's like breathing. You just do it. You can almost be half ass paying attention. It just kind of flows out. You'll think a show sucks, and it's one of the best shows you do. It's, it's it'll be fun. <laughs> no, it's hopefully, it's, yeah, yeah hopefully. See. I mean, like talking to you now, I'm like, oh, am I having too much silence? What's going on? Are we do are we talking enough? Are we, should we pop more bottles? I mean, we can always pop more bottles. Always pop more bottles. That's yeah, always a solution. Nothing. That's always the solution, right? <laughs> it's Friday, and my e- I can see the email numbers not moving, so I'm like, all right, this is- Fridays are great in this industry because usually by about two o'clock, everyone's like, nah, out, everyone's done. out. Yeah, done. Yep, out. No, no, thanks. Done. Done for the week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, kind of helter skelter, but Fridays are usually pretty easy. Uh, should we do another Michter's bottle before so we can try something out? Should we hey, it's your show. I'm just shanks? here. Look, what would you rather do? You got to do the I'm, shanks because it's a sour mash. You, you got to compare Michter's product. Would you do product. the shanks, baby? I'll do the shanks. Okay, we'll do the shanks. Okay, you guys have to talk about something. Pick okay. a topic. Yeah. Talk about Jeff's bad choice in style, or what are we gonna? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, uh, you want to know all the secrets about him? Before? No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Tell me all the secrets. Come on. He's a lightweight. Now that we're all probably... alone. Yeah, yeah. No one's listening. He's a lightweight, but you knew that already. It's terrible, terrible taste in whiskey. I mean, his palate's awful. Yeah, um, no, I thought him a lot. Like it's. I, uh... It's probably why he's scared <laughs> to like you know go public with like a lot of the whiskey posts now because he'll be exposed. You know, he's like, oh, you know, now he's with Coco. So now look at all the shit he actually knows now. Like, ah, ha, 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 you didn't know anything beforehand, did you, mister? No, it's fine. I learned a lot from him about bourbon. I think he learned from 
for me about scotch. So it's a it's a win win situation, I would say. <laughs> scotch season is almost here, and I'm very excited yeah. about it. I love a good scotch. This is so I kind of told you about it. This is uh, for those that can't see. It's the Talisker Dark Storm Single Mulch. Uh, my buddy brought this over from Scotland when he came and stayed with me, and I'm very excited to try that. So this is something that I cannot wait to have. So when it gets a little colder, Connor and I are going to crack this bad boy open. But one I'm of the things about sure Talisker I love, like, look at that bottle, man. Look how just awesome that looks. Yeah. And you just, it's just you're, a cool-ass bottle. You're a very peat. You like a lot of peat, don't you? I love it, man. Like, I didn't before. I think that's great. I mean, it's not really... It's usually people who are into bourbon, they're not really open to scotch or if only certain brands. Um, I think I think it's great that people just like try everything. Yeah. That's you know, not PD. You know, no. The Highland Park 15, the Viking heart. Oh. So 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 everyone out listening out there, uh, when I first came over to Europe to live, I was not a scotch fan. The only scotch that I had was the people who tricked me and made me drink Lagavulin and Octomore. So I was literally thrown into the peat world with a blast. So I was not enjoying it. But now, I, you know what? There's, there's moments that I actually enjoy some peat. I'm like, going to give uh, you some advice on peaty whiskey. Get the peaty whiskey that's finished. Get like the sherry cask finish, port barrel finished, and it, it'll mellow it out a little bit. Um, but it'll kind of give like a smoky fruitiness. It'll give like an extra layer or two. Uh, uh, Hillhoman's a, a good one. They do a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, Bunahaven also has some really delicious stuff. Bowmore, uh, try those uh, from from there. But the finished ones, and I think you'll 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 develop your palate a little bit from that perspective. Yeah, I, I'm still. It's a still learning process for me. But you know, now that I actually can differentiate what Scotch and um, not scotch, smoke and peat is because mm-hmm. it's everyone thinks it's peaty. No, it's either smoky or peaty. Peaty is like I agree sucking sucking on uh sucking on band aids. <laughs> it's medicinal. I mean, but yeah. I, you you got to develop your palate just like you have to develop anybody with bourbon has to. You know, one thing yeah. I would say to do for you to. Don't go during peak season. Go when it's colder. Go in like October, November. Make sure you there not during the shutdowns. Go to Isla and just go. I mean, you want to talk about an experience of a lifetime. When we got to do the tour of Scotland last year, I mean, just oh, and I, and, you know, if you guys ever want help with that, let me know. I've got some contacts, and you do some tours and content, and I'm sure people would love to do your show, especially since you're like a, you know a European based uh, podcast. I'm sure they'd love to do some shows with you and. You know, just trying 25-year-old scotch straight from the barrel and getting tours and the history and being able to try the barley from the malting floor and walking and actually feeding the peat into the into the fires. It's, it's, it's a hell of an experience. I think we need to try that. I mean, yeah, that that's the difference. Well, we definitely are up to go to the Isla and, 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 and do our, our tour there. We didn't make it, unfortunately, the one time we planned because... It was still COVID and it kind of got in between. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there is a lot there to discover. Just like it's in beautiful. any aspect of whiskey. Um, like people say, bourbon has only one note. <laughs> bourbon is one note. Uh, Our friend like always scotch, said that. Like scotch people just don't, or they're just not open to bourbon until they, they got, especially in Germany, because they don't have a lot of access to bourbon. Right. So it's kind of 
like the few bourbons they tried, they're not amazing, maybe. And then they don't know what is what world is behind that. So I'm mm -hmm. always uh, my opinion is always like, you got to try, you got to try. Yeah, because we Everything. have a we have a German friend here. And he only tried what was available, which is I don't want to name any names, but they're just you can like, all the, guess. Basic, like the basic yeah. stuff, the yeah. basic, the basic stuff. And then when he came to our, our, our place, we, we popped a couple of these, like we spoke of the 107 and a mm -hmm. few other mixers, just a big mixers, like basic stuff. And then he was drinking it and it was blowing his mind. Mm -hmm. And every time we meet up with him, he's like, get me on my bourbon journey. Mm -hmm. And you know, what's so funny. I have not poured him a Blanton's yet. Good, good boy. Good. <laughs> good. You know what's Wait, interesting what's in your... though is is yeah. that you get to with scotch you, when it's colder I'll drink a lot more scotch obviously I think scotch is a much better cold cold weather drink but how much my palate with bourbon then evolves when I go on a scotch kick and that, that because scotch has such a different you know flavor notes and everything but when you do that you, it really opens up and then I also have gotten into port a little bit tawny ports twenty years ten years and that's added because there's a lot of flavor notes in port that are very transferable to whiskey and then mm, i've actually yeah. done something where i've taken a 20-year tawny port and poured whiskey in it and then swished it around and it's oh you want to talk about something if you just want like a little flavor bomb little things like that and like kind of to really experiment to and then i mean look take some scotch and bourbon and blend it together it's 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 I never not thought about that yeah. it's not a wild thing to do i've done it and uh you know it's just like with with different different whiskeys take three different mash bills and and three different proofs and kind of blend equal parts together and and it really will help you find different flavor notes within that and it's just it's a fun experiment to do if nothing else so did you pour your thing yet i did yeah i got the oh, okay. i got shanks in there coco put that down you need to pop oh. you're, you're the next popper do it in front of the you ready all right people yep. you're a witness paul i'm witnessing oh oh there we go the Fresh nose glasses. on this one though Brrr. now the i i will I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going into interview mode now just because I, okay. I, when you tell me on the nose, the big difference you get on this, like just from the, the, the nose part, what do you think jumps out the most? The nose. Let's see. Hold on. Cause this whiskey is going to surprise you. Mm. I just smell a lot of cinnamon. It's a lot more spicy on the nose. Yeah. Baking spice. Only 5%. Now give it a little swirl and look at the, the, the viscosity on this one. The legs on this one are astronomical. This is a very oily whiskey. A little bit it smells like a little bit like um, Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit this... like Dr Pepper to me. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It has this kind of like sweet soda, but also minty kind of. But it's almost like the bubbles when you kind of yeah. get the bubbles that go in your yes. nose, like you drink a soda exactly. and it, before it's done fizzing. Yeah. So, so everyone who's listening, this is a Shanks uh, sour mash. Uh, from the Mixer's Distillery. Um, mm. It is the original name of the distillery when it first came out. It's 92, 92 proof, and uh, it's one of their special releases. And and the funny thing is, this was just released, what, a couple weeks ago? I think, I think it was just released. The 2023? Yeah, the 2023 yeah. was just released. Yeah. So uh, we're we're trying this now. This is a this is literally instilled the sour mash. I still call it like the uh, the the grandpappy of the sour mashes of the thing. <laughs> I if, like it. If you smell in both, you can kind of you can kind of tell that they they're the same. They're right? from the same family. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's the same like, family. It's right? like siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's older. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let's try it. All right. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. So how do we say cheers. that in German? Post. 
Prost. Could have ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> this one is by far better, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. This is great. This is... Michter's, Michter's knows, might be my favorite distillery. They know their shit. Sorry. I French. mean, it, it, they, it, they, it might be... It might be my, the... It might be my, the favorite one of mine because everything I've had, I mean, I've got the 10-year rye behind me, the 10-year bourbon. There's nothing I've had from them that I don't like. I mean, the 10-year rye is Coco's favorite. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, the 10-year rye was... unreal, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. can drink it all day. It's amazing. I'm such a rye girl. I think it is kind of due to the fact that I'm from Germany. <laughs> we grow up with rye, so like rye bread, not rye whiskey, but... um. I do love that profile, and it's just. I believe this rice is like good. a ten-year-old. One of my whiskey. top rice. Yeah. Oh, the Shanks is a ten-year-old. I believe it is ten or yeah, ten that... or more. I think it's in that range, ten to twelve. So, uh, this is to celebrate the uh, the first time I met Paul because this is 2020 bottle is the year go. that I met Paul. Oh, <laughs> oh, how romantic! This is so romantic right now. <laughs> I just, I just got tinglys in a silly it's place a all of a romance. sudden. <laughs> man yeah yeah didn't but, know um, these things were possible oh my gosh such a bromance moment Can i leave the room no i'm gonna sleep on the couch anyway it's fine <laughs> it's like, i'm just trying to i've had some whiskey and i want some attention and i'm sleeping on the couch so leave me alone you guys no, actually but... get to talk about sleep soon it's still middle of the day for me yeah it's the middle of the yeah, day for you almost done this day's like oh my god so yeah, the time difference. Like you know what? For you, for for you to join us at this time to drink. I'm sorry we made you drink at this early of the day. Sorry, yeah. my mom just texted me and said, "Is it okay if we come up early and come up, come up today?" So probably a good thing. I'm just gonna get hammered, so I, so I don't have to deal with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Let Liz deal um, with that. You're welcome. <laughs> but is there anything else you want to tell us about? Like like what's going on? Like you know, before we I. I think we're at the mark where people are listening and they're like, okay, what, 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 what more whiskey can we talk about? Or are we done? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm not trying to- I, I don't know. It, it's really, if you have, I guess more specifically, if there's like a question that you guys have, because there's so much stuff from my perspective, you know, that I have, but it might not be very interesting. So it's more along the lines of you have questions about what's going on. Well, I'm definitely excited to see you on your journey with the brand. Appreciate and, it. Um, um yeah hopefully we can uh try it and um enjoy it soon um that will be really exciting uh other than that i can just say from my side thank you for doing the first uh, our very first podcast with us thank you it's fun and and you know like hopefully we can do more you know we can do more with you maybe we can do one with with graham and have other and maybe have connor involved so did you want to do the question thing or the next time yeah so basically we are uh planning to have the podcast with a guest a certain bottle and a certain movie or a tv show depending on what we choose and we would like to answer or kind of have questions from you guys that you would like to hear or stuff you want to talk about or want us to talk about with our guests uh, so if you could share that on heavily buzzed um and uh, let us know what you did like or did not uh, we will be we would appreciate that follow at heavily and also follow our guest which is uh Paul, what is it? Uh, BWF podcast. Everyone, please follow Paul. Follow us. Uh, we will have all the information in the podcast. And uh, please, if you put a one star, 
it better be a really, really funny, shitty review. <laughs> I would rather have a five star with a shitty review. That'd be great. Funny. All right. It's funny. Uh, thanks, Paul. We're going to hey, end man, this thank podcast. You thank, thank you, Paul. Right. Bye.